I've been a ranger since 1981. What got you involved? Well, I suppose really, I suppose um, I have a background of being in hospitality and, you know, grew up in a bar in Beaufort. So I suppose you needed um, a little bit of a change, you know, and I decided that um, I had a calling for the outdoors. And um, I applied for a number of jobs in the park. I mean, prior to that, 79 and 1980 as well. So um, the actual ranger's job came up then in 1981. At the time, we were called Wildlife Wardens. And uh, it kind of developed from wildlife wardens to um, park rangers. And then uh, in the 90s, we were made conservation rangers, each, each time broadening our responsibility and our base, you know. So, I mean, that um, people often say to me, like, where did the last 40 years go? I don't know. <laughs> it just seems like one long summer's day, like, you know. Mm-hmm. But, no, it's a very exciting place to work. Um, it's actually, as you know, it has 26,000 acres in size. It has the, um, you know, Muckers House, um, Killarney House, Knockrail House, they're the more um, focal points. But um, we'd have the um, the largest yew wood, one of the largest oak wood in, in Ireland, and the largest white woodland. We're the largest, this a yew, um, yew woodland in the whole of Europe. And the um, the actual oak woodland in Tomies, that's the largest intact mm-hmm. woodland in Ireland. And then we have the wet woodlands. You know, on the slopes of all the lakes and in, in in inland as well. You know, from the from the lake and river areas. Aren't you so lucky that you grew up with all this outside your doorstep, more or less? Well, I'm um, supposed really because um, I suppose going to school, um, Tommy's Wood. You know, it's just up the road from us here, and uh, I suppose that's where I got the interest in the outdoors. You know, because we used to go there um, when we used to have time off for the summer, and. Um, I suppose doing a lot of things we shouldn't be doing with us growing <laughs> up. So I kind of got a feel for it. And then when the, when um, I suppose Joe Bar and probably working in restaurants, you know, you get used to meeting people. And I suppose, I mean, the National Park is all about meeting people, you know, and telling the good story about nature conservation and all that. Mm-hmm. Now, you have your very popular Autumn Talk series coming up. There's been a pause on this for the last while. Yeah, that's correct. We were our last, um, our last series of talks was. 2019 and unfortunately COVID-19 came upon us after that and and, and it was actually put aside for three years because of all the government regulations you know about crowds and meetings and and um, general movement to people you know mm-hmm. so um, I think there's great anticipation now for uh, we'll say this on this coming Thursday night you know again in Killarney House because people have um waited so long you know you've been doing it for a number of years what got what was the start of it like well the beginning of it really was going back to 1983 in my early years and um, they were celebrating the golden jubilee of the Bourne Vincent Memorial Park which is the nucleus of the present day Killarney National Park and um, they had a lot of um, functions you know for that um, week you know they, they had walks and talks meetings and um they decided, and the person in charge at the time, the park superintendent, was Mr. Dan Kelleher. And then um, observed straight away that the talks were a great medium to engage with the public. And um, as I say, to tell them all the, all, all the good story about the National Park and what was happening and how it was developing. And he decided to, um, he said, we'll try a second year. And, and they tried a second or third year, and and it grew, it grew in stature. Then, I mean, initially it started in small rooms in Muckers House, and then it went to the auditorium in Muckers House, which maybe just took slightly less than a hundred people. 
then when the new restaurant development and the craft centre opened up, we used that for a couple of years. But um, that really didn't lend itself to, um, I mean, the talks, you know, because you had machines and, and fridges and air conditioning sort of turning in, you know, cutting in and everything like that. So that kind of um, didn't really suit. So then we went to the Great Southern Hotel, the old Great Southern Hotel in the Magdalene Suite. And we, have a good, uh, and we have a good number of years there. And then after that, then we actually went to the Killarney Plaza, which is just across the way from our present um, location, which is Killarney House and Gardens. Mm. But we, we were in Killarney Plaza for a good number of years, and uh, we used to have the um, McShane Suite, which is appropriately named, because it was next door was our McShane estate, and that's where the um, talks were back now. When, when Killarney House then was actually refurbished and restructured they they decided to bring the talks back into their own property which is you know i think nice and fitting mm-hmm. and uh, what we're doing as well this year that um we're we're streaming the talks which is a new which is very future, ideal yeah, for people yeah, because like you know there's there's limited room in killarney house and i mean always um you're going to have um more people looking to actually sort of come to the actual live event rather than actually you know, it's it'll 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 fill up quite quickly. You know, I know you know it it normally fills up in about maybe um, twenty twenty five minutes. Half now it fills up, and then it's 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 just you know there's there is a carrying capacity. So we have an option this year. Before what they did in in two thousand and nineteen was we actually I think they released some of the talks afterwards you know but like we said this year now we'd be set up for all that mm-hmm. because we bring in sort of professional IT and sound equipment and all that you know, something like he had at the dawn chorus that's correct yeah that's correct and of course Valerie O'Sullivan no doubt is, is part of the she's part of the promotional team as well you know mm-hmm. but I mean it's um, as I say there's the speakers themselves then you know they're all they're all an expert expertise in their own right you know like um our first speaker, Eamon Meskel, he's our divisional manager. Eamon has spent over 40 years with the with the National Parks and Wildlife Service and he's the um, person who's managed the introduction of the White-Hailed Eagle to Ireland. That'll be phase, a very interesting talk. Two, yes. And, um, I mean, this wonderful bird has been absent from our shoreline for about 110 years. So there'll be a big interest in that. We're, we're in our second phase now at the moment. Um, our second phase, like, is the second last year of our second phase of introduction so it's been it's going quite well you know mm-hmm. and how have they been taken off everything good very good yeah you know as i say now when they're i mean they come in from norway like you know they're selected in norway you know the, the actual norwegians um, scientific people there they actually um select the actual nest where you can take a chick out of it and then you actually they keep them then for so many weeks then they're actually prepared into these special um cages they're they're flown back to Kerry airport we take actually control of them there then and we actually have um release sites in a number of um areas kind of remote areas around ireland you know, this year now we had loch Carb, um loch derg tarbert and killarney but killarney was the first site you know for the first phase and um so killarney now is fairly well um you know it's, it, it's well equipped you know there is mm. one there's one breeding pair and, and the um Unluckily, and there may be a second pair as well, you know. That's so, great. So we're saying, no, we haven't found that second pair, but there is a second pair. I know, kind of, you know, it may be up further up lake, you know, maybe into the into the um, hillside and all that areas. 
Mm-hmm. Now you have a number of talks going on, yeah. um, and it's, it's it's a very nice variety. Like even you have Ono Shea now next week about civil war. You have fungi in Killarney National yeah. Park. You know all of this is actually related to anyone that has been through Killarney National Park at some point in their lives. Yeah, that's true. That's the whole purpose of the presentations. You know that you find the balance and a kind of a, um, a sort of a good selection. You know because you have a certain amount of people that will attend all the talks. Then you have. Uh, people that we say because everybody you know I mean their lives are so busy you know everything happening that will I will it make six Thursday nights most unlikely so mm-hmm. people then will actually whittle down to the ones that they really want to see and they'll concentrate on those but as I said the the beauty about this year now is that we'll have them live streamed so they can record them and all that and maybe keep them for another time but I mean when we're selecting the speakers um I mean you get plenty sort of um ideas from the general public as well you know because we encourage that you know they say look so and so there he'd be lovely speaker she'd be lovely speaker whatever and you take all those on board as well you know Mm -hmm. and then like on the in the series then that you try to find the balance you know because we'd say it is I mean our first thing is like is nature conservation heritage cultural and then history as well you know we kind of combine them all because we're 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 telling the good story of all this every day, you know. Mm-hmm. As I say, Killarney National Park has um, um, over two million visitors every year, you know. So it's 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 a big it's a big um, it's a big calling, and I think public relations and um, engaging with people is hugely important. Mm-hmm. And uh, I suppose with all the modern modes now of social media, you know, it it adds to another layer of the interest and all that. Mm-hmm. But you know what I love most about Clare National Park is, as you say, so many people visit it. It's a place for families to go for a walk on a Sunday. It's a place for friends to catch up. It's a place for photographers to learn how to capture images. There's just something for everyone there. And I think it's a really special place. What oh, is there's no doubt about that. And I suppose people have their own, you know, favourite areas of the park as well, you know, because you'd notice there when you're out and about yourself that you could set the clock by some people, you know, the way they... They, you know, they visit a certain place and they park in the same place and do the same route. But um, when you're talking about photographers, um, they do photographers and people then would be out kayaking, hill walking. There's there's so many different levels of hill walking then as well, you know, because you have the um, you have you have over eighty kilometres of um, managed roadways and walkways, mm-hmm. and then you have the people then want more active challenges and also they, they do the more long distance maybe mm-hmm. maybe Killarney to Kinmare and, and then you have um all the upper areas then you know which would be less be they'd be less visited but they'd be still very well serviced, you know, we'd say you have Talk Mangerton and then you have all the um shorter walks around the Muckrus um house and gardens, you know, which is very important. And then of course you've got the um Poolwood as well, which is another Beautiful very place. attracted area. Yeah. But I mean as you say there's a great variety and of course or big thing than is schools and universities, but schools are very important, you know, because they're the next generation, they're the people who want to protect it. Mm-hmm. And um, we do have an educational centre as well in in the park, you know, and they, 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 they actually um, do a lot of very good work with the local schools and visiting schools as well. So, I mean, um, there is something here for everyone, really, you know. Yeah. Perfect. Park, finally, what's the one thing you're looking forward to most in all these talks? I suppose it's it's hard to give one kind of a thing, but in, in general. Well, what I really like, you know, is I mean, the feedback that you get, you know, we'll say more so like winters, we'll say nearly coming to completion, you know, when you're shoving up and you're maybe your final sixth talk and you're getting the feedback about, you know, that, oh, that was great and I thought this was better, but, you know, I never knew, you know, people are saying, you know, that they've, they've learned so much from it and then it's just a general sort of conversation 
and um, I mean just sort of get together with people, you know, because as I say, uh, you'll have a lot of the same people coming each night, you know, but then you'll have visiting people as well, you know, and you also get visitors, visitors of Killarney, they come down, because, because this time of the year, now, of course, it's our time for our red deer rut, so there'll be, um, there'll be special sort of rates in the local hotels, and there'll be all these attractions, Mm. So as I say, it is. Um, but as I say, when they start now, you'd be there's a lot of anticipation coming up to we'd say Thursday night. But then we have the first one going. Then you're, it just flies, you know. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and as I say, and and then you're talking about the next lot. They'll be saying, I've an idea for next year, you know. So I said, you know, I've seen this line or whatever, you know. Perfect. Very good. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today, and you're best of luck with it now. Thank you very much. You're very welcome.